Hello everyone, I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take- wait, what do I say? <laughs> a deep dive. A deep dive. Into the iconic. <laughs> oh yeah, you go ahead, you do it. And discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moon Day! <laughs> <laughs> Should that I do it again or should we up. just do that? Just do that. <laughs> yeah, I love the chaos for just that. throw people off. Throw people off two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you, Marcella? Happy Moon Day. How's it going? Happy Moon Day. It's going well. Um, we did a our usual uh, pre-recording dubbadas, Dead Dubba by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a good time. We did. And the Dead Dog Saloon match was back and we got to hide in the bushes. Oh, we did. Oh, we were... Oh. Ugh. Hopping like it was amazing. Hashtag find your bush. Am I right, <laughs> yeah. ladies? <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. It got a, bit of, it got a little bit steamy as well. <laughs> <laughs> the post game chat. Him and I were vibing. True. Daddy Trapper. I'm assuming it's a him. It could have been a her. Hey, I don't care. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> it, was, um, it was a good time. It was. But, it then, was. We, but then we left him. like, sorry, I'm married. Bye. <laughs> Ah! Iconic. <laughs> I love us. I took a picture of that chat too. <laughs> Did you really? Because <laughs> I'm like, I have to show Paul. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, same. <laughs> I love that we didn't even know that each other took a picture. That's hilarious. Oh. Well, y'all can see the vibe that we're in today, y'all. Oh. Yeah. I know. I have to send it to you. Just to oh, prove. That's so funny. That is hilarious. Oh, there we go. I've just sent it to you. Just because it made me laugh. Oh. Where'd you send it? Insta. Oh, let me send you mine. <laughs> At Justin Gray 22. Yes. <laughs> I love that we have like almost the same picture. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh, good. You got the first part that I missed, I think. Oh, yeah, true. But you got the laugh part. Excellent. Yeah, look at anyway. us. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, today, sorry. y'all, we <clears throat> are reading Act 35, which is titled Infinity Nine Labyrinth Mugen Part Two. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be diving into that. But first, we got a little moon news. So, Marcella, what's your moon news this week? Um, it's really light. So is mine. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that there's actually nothing in the box. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but there's a reason. Okay, tell me. Because I was going to watch some more Crystal. But we're gearing up to Halloween, yo. Yo. Yeah. Yo. So I've, been, <laughs> so I've been watching I've been watching some Halloween goodies. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, so that's why. So normal business, normal business will resume next time. But um, uh, yeah, I've been just watching some spooky things, Halloween movies, and what have you. Hell yeah! I watched uh, Bram Stokes' Dracula, um, and I which watched... I'm so mad I couldn't find because I was going to watch it today. Oh no, you were. Yeah, oh. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Oh, no. <sighs> I, I can gift you my copy somehow. I don't know. Do oh, I have no um, idea. But I thought anyway. it's like a sort of region thing. I just feel like if the movie is that. Uh, is because when did it come out 94 something like that 92 even i can say if it's that old like it should just be available on streaming services (laughs) but yeah it came out in 1992 see it's as old as i am it should be out on every streaming service (laughs) but that's fine i'll eventually watch it because i've never seen it and we were talking about it uh when were we talking about it uh um Saturday, Saturday night. Oh yeah, when we did Bitches Brew, and mm-hmm. we were talking about like the gothic, like a uh, very crimson peak sort of costuming yeah. and architecture. I mean, my vibe. The, the acting by a lot of the cast leaves a lot to be desired, but it doesn't matter because I think yeah, it's meant cares? to be kind of like campy and um, yeah. Hammer Horror esque. Um, <gasps> but it's just so beautiful to look at. I mean, it's I love it's, it. it's you know it was filmed in the nineties, so you know it is a little yeah. bit dated, but um, but no, it's such a great film. Yeah, I really want to watch it. So make it more readily available, the the powers that be, whoever has the monopoly on this damn Dracula property. Yeah, right? But anyway. Ugh. Is that all the movies you've been watching? 
Um, no, I also I finally started Squid Game, and then <gasps> I did watched. You? Um, oh, I, I watched The Exorcist. Nice, um, which is one Classics. of my all-time favorites. And I watched the first Halloween, which you watched for the first time this Halloween. Uh, yeah, recently. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go through the classics. I'm going to watch. I'm going to actually tonight. I might watch. I'm tempted to watch the remake of Halloween. You know, the well, it's not the remake, is it? It's the follow-on. But the oh, most recent yeah, 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 yeah. The 2018 is, one. Yes. Because yeah. um, <clears throat> they did obviously like Halloween two and Halloween three, but when they did that that reboot, they sort of said, "Oh, forget that." We're gonna yeah. Go there's like four direction. different timelines or something. Yeah, so I might watch that. I don't know, but I kind of want to watch Hellraiser because I'm feeling a bit daddy compared. Daddy Cinnabon. Yeah, but I do need to pick the three movies that I'm going to watch on Halloween night for my movie marathon. But Paul will be joining me, so we're going to have to sort of like hash thrash it out between the two of us. Yeah, agree on something. Um, and when I say that, I mean I'll just pick them. And He'll have to deal, right? Yeah, but no, I, I will be. I will be considerate of his uh, what, what his preference. You'll take his suggestions into consideration and then do and what then you just, want. Yeah. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look at us. This is like Bitches Brew Part Two. I know, right? <laughs> So anyway, well, what's your mean news? Well, before I get to that, uh, speaking of Halloween movies, <laughs> just because this episode will come out right after Halloween, so it's topical, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it is. It's topical. Um, we watched last night, we watched Scream. <gasps> oh, nice. Oh, yeah, my fa- like my favorite. My f- yeah. Probably my favorite film franchise. I love Scream. It's a big influence in like my writing and everything. Like I love Scream so, so much. Um, Alan had never seen it. What? And I'm like, my favorite favorite franchise you've never seen how is that even possible i know i was like is this how marcella feels about every single thing she talks <laughs> tells us that we need to watch yes but also i can't believe considering how much i know you love it alan yeah because i just figured he'd seen it and he but you know he's not a big horror movie fan and so we watched it and he was like you know what it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be and another one of my favorites that's a more recent one that he's been putting off because he he doesn't like scary movies is happy death day which have oh, you seen it yes that's such a good film so good both of them are amazing and um he's like no no it's too scary and i was like if, and he said that he, he could handle scream and i was like if you can handle scream mm-hmm. you can handle happy death day because it's way campier oh yeah definitely like oh my god yeah 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 he could and, probably um, he'd probably be able to watch um i know what you did last summer as well oh also amazing which has sarah michelle Gellar in it so exactly and see, that's why he needs to watch Scream 2, because Sarah Michelle Gellar is also in Scream 2. Exactly. So anyway, um, and then he was like, well, since we're watching stuff like this, what if we watch Prom Night? Okay. Um, not the Jamie Lee Curtis one, but the remake. I was going to say, the original or the remake? We've never seen the, the original. I know, it's terrible. Jamie Lee Curtis, smite me down. Um, but randomly, I have the DVD, and I didn't even realize I had the remake. Oh, okay. And I was just like, because he was like, let's watch Prom Night. And I was like, why do I feel like I have that? And I checked my DVD collection, and I was like, I'll be a son of a bitch. I do have it. Is the remake good? <laughs> uh, oh. Watching it last night, I was like well after watching scream you know cinematic masterpiece and i'm watching this prom night remake i'm like mm, it's kind of boring yeah. um it leaves things to be desired and okay. even alan was watching it and he was like this movie i didn't realize this movie was so upfront about like who the killer is where the killer is and i was like yeah i think that takes away from you know the the horror almost yeah um mm. but anyway <clears throat> my actual okay. moon news <laughs> Now that we've gone on our Halloween rant, um, I don't have a lot. It's been a light moon news week here at Sailor Manga LLC. But um, I did finish Codename Sailor V Volume 1, the manga. Nice. It's very, very good. Um, So many surprises in there that I did not expect. And I love them so much. Can't wait for Volume 2, assuming it doesn't get delayed again. Mm. And it does come out November... What did I say? November 9th? That feels right. November... 
Yeah, yeah, November 9th. I just checked Mine my calendar. Mine still says temporarily out of stock. It doesn't say anything Garbage. about release date. And see, that makes me feel like if yours doesn't change, that makes me feel like that in the US it's going to get delayed again. Yeah. So we'll just have to keep an eye on it, I guess. Um, lame. Okay. Uh, the, the only other moon news I have is Alan and I started a new anime. Uh, and by started, I mean we've only watched one episode like four days ago and haven't watched any of it since. Oh. Um, because we were sitting there and I was like, I want us to get into an anime that we both like because he's trying to get me to get into Bleach and I just can't, I can't get into it. I mean, it's not bad. It's just, I just want women. And if I have to watch men, then the plot needs to be more interesting. Right. Yeah. So we were like, uh, what about Full Metal Alchemist? So we watched, there's just like Sailor Moon, there's two iterations. There's like a, the original anime and then like a, a manga uh dedicated one mm-hmm. and so we watched the manga dedicated one and it was okay the pacing was weird so we're thinking maybe we should watch the original um but like i said we haven't watched anything since um since that one episode <laughs> oh it didn't grip you then it, it wasn't bad it just it left a lot of like what's going on and maybe the original didn't do that since the original allegedly took its time more <clears throat> okay um We'll see, but yeah. that's really it. It's a light moon news week this week. That being said, we've run on for you about, you know, 15 minutes. <laughs> talking about scary movies. <clears throat> Love it. But anyway, uh, like I said, we are reading Act 35 today, which is titled Infinity Nine Labyrinth Mugen. And uh, let's just flip on to this cover page. This beautiful, vibrant pink ass color page. Mm-hmm. And it's of Super Sailor Moon. <clears throat> She's got the Heart Moon rod, and she just she looks beautiful. Her she face does. is drawn very taut compared to what it usually is. Yeah, it's not as kind of sort of Bambi esque, is it? It's I, that is the perfect description. <laughs> Bambi esque, yes. Like her eyes are very small. It's like very not Naoko, mm. but I mean it's still stunning, and I love the pink. She's very like the, the pose she's doing. Mm-hmm. It's very kind of sensual. It is. It's like. Like, hey, like she's mama. posing like centerfold. <gasps> centerfold, yes. Centerfold Sailor Moon. Yeah, if this was uh what would be the Sailor Moon you un- oh Play Bunny. That's the Sailor Moon universe of Playboy. Play <laughs> <laughs> Even though yeah. the playmates are called Play Bunnies, aren't they? I don't know. Well Oh yeah. The Playboy version in the Sailor Moon universe is Play Bunny. Oh, there. I just got an image of what's his face, you know, the arcade owner with a Matoki. <laughs> <laughs> Like some kind of Hugh Hefner. Oh God! <laughs> and Re- Reka knocks on his dorm, and he's like, "Nothing. It's not Play Bunny." <laughs> and oh, and the male version is Play Hair. <laughs> 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 or Play Rabbit. <laughs> oh dear! Wow. Already we're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm mad. laughs> already inappropriate excellent love it glad that this podcast is marked explicit but Mm -hmm. anyway so to give a little refresher on where we last left the story uh mistress nine took the silver crystal into her body by gulping it down her throat she's a swallower (laughs) god yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Don't you give me that laugh after saying what? Oh, I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> I blame the trapper. Yeah, I know. He got us all in a tizzy. He <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> So after <laughs> Mistress Nine consumed the yeah. silver crystal, uh, Chibiusa started to glow, and uh, Mamaru was a little worried that she was like beginning to fade. Something was bad was happening to her, and that's where we pick up. Pick up because we get this panel of the empty uh, pink moon, pink moon heart brooch. Sure, yeah. uh, Chibiusa's compact, and it's empty because of course she's plucked the silver crystal out of it, yeah. and she's it says gulp, and she's. Like licking her lips slurp after just slurping down <laughs> the silver crystal. <laughs> she wants all taste of it. <laughs> What's this fucking episode? Okay. 
<clears throat> so after taking in the silver crystal, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I'm not trying to. Okay, after she consumes the silver crystal, <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. she feels her heart, or she feels like like this heartbeat inside of her, like this pulse like within her. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm choking. <clears throat> right. <laughs> okay. So she feels this pulse inside of herself. Damn it, what can I do? <laughs> Is this going to be the episode to break us? I don't know. <laughs> We're on on page goddamn one. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Oh, Oh my gosh. Okay. We're adults. Come on. (sighs) Okay. So she says, Ah, (laughs) this power springing forth from deep within me. Damn it, the manga's doing it too. That's what I mean. It's not (laughs) us, it's them. Okay, and then she says, oh, god damn it. She says, it filled my entire being the moment it went down my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we're such children. This is ridiculous. Oh, I've got actual tears up coming out of my eyes. Ridiculous. Son of a bitch. I sound like a fucking chewed up <laughs> squeaky toy laughing over here. God damn it. It's about to get worse. Keep going. <sighs> she says, this is the power of the mystical silver crystal. And I do like this image of her where she's got like her arms crossed and we can mm. see this image of the silver crystal. And then Master Farrah 90 makes it worse. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he says, ooh. <laughs> I sense it, the power, the life-giving light that so resembles the Tyrone crystal. Mistress Nine, has it been unleashed? Is this the power of the mystical silver crystal? And she says, Master Pharaoh 90, I took this power to give it to you. I'm bringing it to you now. Okay. Then we get this amazing shot of like the evil atrium. Oh, yes, that's gorgeous. Yeah, that's probably going to have to go on Sailor Manga Pod because it's absolutely beautiful. Definitely. Um, Yeah. But, and we see Mistress Nine like floating down towards (laughs) the evil atrium. And as she's floating down towards him, he says, ooh, again, and says, how it shines. And then there's this awesome image of this, oh, God, why does this manga want this to be the dirty episode? Because his hand is veiny as fuck. I know. Like, there's this. reaching out towards the opening flower. (laughs) (laughs) This is the goddamn dirty episode. This is the dirty episode. No, you're you're totally right. She's standing before the Tyrone crystal, which we may or may not have previously described it as a double-ended dildo. Mm -hmm. And he's reaching out with this dark, veiny, (laughs) swirling hand. (sighs) (laughs) If this was on YouTube, we'd get demonetized. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Okay. So he says, this life energy is tens of thousands of times greater than those humans' paltry hostia. The Tyrone crystal cannot even compare to its magnificence. And he reaches out to the Tyrone crystal and he cracks it in half. Oh, he completely destroys it smashes the hand and then it's reduced to <clears throat> small shards mm. and he says this power never diminishes it is truly infinite the time has come I will once again be filled with strength and there's the, the atrium starts to fill with his energy we see his starburst eyes but I don't think that it was smart to kill the crystal I mean that's like your life source I mean I know you have the silver crystal now but still what isn't yeah. two crystals better than one by Taylor Swift? Don't put all your eggs into one basket. Right. And so then he says, now is the time of my vesseling. The time to make this planet our second m- mother world. And then he says, <laughs> oh, mystical silver crystal, I need more. Give me more power. They always want more. I know. They're never satisfied. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <clears throat> Can't be quenched. That's that's the, the Death Busters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think we got it out of our system, y'all. I think we're good. I think we're good to go on. I think for we're now. good for now. Yeah. <clears throat> 
So then we cut back to Chibiusa, and she's still glowing. This weird light is surrounding her. And of course, Mamoru is there, uh, not holding her hand, so good for him. Uh, And he's like, Chibiusa! And as he's thinking, what's this light? What happened? And then, do her eyes open? It looks like her eyes open. They do. Three panels down. Oh yeah, no, they have, just that. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. No, they have, they have. Because I was thinking the eyelashes on the bottom were her... her, Oh, valid, uh, yeah. Yeah, but no, they're open. So her eyes flash open, and then as we get this image of Mistress (laughs) Nine again, as uh, Pharaoh Nine, or she's just cackling, and Pharaoh Nine is like, more power, release more power. And she's like radiating in all of his energy. They're they're doing the the Foxtrot Tango together with this energy. They're mm-hmm. doing the damn thing. And then uh, we hear Mamo scream for Chibiusa, and she's like fading, glowing, fading and glowing. Well, yeah, I thought she looks like she's v- vibrating. <laughs> Ah! Oh wait, no, she she actually is vibrating. She's having yeah. a seizure. Yeah, she's having a seizure. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back to Mistress Nine and she feels the pulse inside of herself again. And um then we get a cutaway panel to Hataru, and Hataru is like, no, very defiant. Love. And she says, I have to stop her. I can't let her keep increasing her strength. I can't let her release any more power. The power of the silver crystal is not yours. And I won't let you take it without a fight. And we get the the, the innocent, pure, naked image of Hataru that's like cradled in somewhere inside of Mistress Nine. And she like outstretches her hands and light starts to emit from them. So she's trying to take out Mistress Nine, even though she's been overtaken from within after being overtaken. I love it. My precious little girl. Oh, I know. So then we get this image of Mistress Nine's forehead is on fire, almost like when Hatari was having all this internal pain. She's talking about mm. her head splitting open. That's how Mistress Nine is feeling. She's screaming in pain <clears throat> as Master Pharaoh 90 is like getting stronger. He's like swelling from all this, but God damn it, swelling from all this power. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and Mistress Nine grabs her forehead and she's like, my forehead, my forehead's about to burst. It feels like it's on fire. And she's thinking, someone is controlling my body from the inside. They're trying to hold me back. If I can just hold out a little longer, once Master Pharaoh 90's vesseling is complete, I'll have no need for this unwielding body. And she's like jerking and cricking and like her body, she's giving very much the spirit from Dead by Daylight with like the disjointed little Ooh, cracks. exactly. That's what I imagine happening. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, definitely. And then we... She's even, like, hunched over in her position. Exactly. It's the perfect visual. (laughs) And so then we cut back to Hataru, and she's like, I won't let you. And then uh, we fade into another panel, and we see Chibiusa (laughs) surrounded by darkness, and she's falling, just free-falling in the darkness. And she's thinking, where am I? It's dark and scary. How did I get here? And then she there's this like whoosh of energy near her and she's like and something's been chasing me I'm scared somebody help me and then she hears Chibiusa and it's Hataru oh so sweet there's a bright light Hataru fades into view Chibiusa's like huh and then she sees um, the glow of the silver crystal and she floats down towards it and she's like that's my silver crystal she clutches it in her hands and she's like phew that's why I was so nervous i didn't have my crystal it's gotten so that i can't sit still without it it's a part of me now <clears throat> and then uh hataru <clears throat> hataru's okay. floating nearby i don't think chibiusa can necessarily see or hear her but hataru says that's right it's like your beating heart it's one with you you should never let it leave your side again and you can't go around showing it to everybody keep it safe inside your heart and chibiusa you know brings is the silver crystal is clutched in her hand she brings it to her face and she's just feeling the warmth of it and then she thinks back to her mom neo queen serenity she gets this image of her and she's like mama and she's like enveloped in this like white orb of energy and she's like no this doesn't feel like when mama holds me it's cooler more big and wide i feel very safe and she's like cradling into this like warm white orb of energy and then we get the next panel and we see that it's hataru holding and cradling chibiusa I know. We went from H word to S word. Sad. (laughs) No. 
but she's like, it's all right. I will protect you. I won't let her lay a hand on the silver crystal or your pure, beautiful soul. I know I can save you. And that panel of Hataru's eyes when she says, I know I can save you. Oh, yeah. Determined. Determined. That determined, fierce look is conveyed so well. Yeah. I don't know what Naoko was doing that day, but the strokes of her pen were doing it for her that day. Definitely. So good. And then we cut to back to Mistress Nine. Excuse me. And she's, her body is sort of being torn apart. We see her skin starting to like elongate and be fragile looking. And she's she's thinking the silver crystal's power is growing weaker. And then we cut to Chibiusa and she's like moving in her sleep. And Mamaru's like, Chibiusa? Her seizure has stopped. He says that her seizure has stopped. And he's still holding her hand, allegedly. This is the first time we've gotten <laughs> him holding her hand, but that's fine. And he says, her hand, it's warm because her hand starts to kind of glow. And he says, is someone fighting for Chibiusa's soul? It's like, yes, it's my baby Hataru, sweet baby. (laughs) You better believe it. So then, do y'all remember that this is about the Sailor Guardians? Because we cut back to them finally. (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten. If you remember, they're stuck in Mugen Academy and Kaola Knight and the Witches 5 had set up this labyrinth, like mental and physical labyrinth that they had they to had, run like, the through. They had like the whole wax candle thing going on. Right. House exactly. of Wax. Exactly. House of Wax. Mm. That'd be a good one to watch, actually. <gasps> oh, yeah. Is it Paris Hilton in that movie? She is, yeah. Love. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So hot. <laughs> So we see these two images of BAM! BAM! And it's different classrooms. <laughs> so this is the Guardians like looking for any actual students. Right. Which, don't you think that they would have been running from the first part where y'all were blowing up shit? Well, but who knows? Well, think, but these mm, sheeple aren't very bright, are they? No, they're not. They're, they're really not. So then uh, Venus whips her head around and she's like, there's no one in here. And uh, Jupiter says, here either. And then, oh, love that panel of Jupiter. She's like, where did they all go? And Mercury says, it's good there are no students here. And Venus says, but there's not anyone here at all. I hope this doesn't mean we're still stuck in the labyrinth. And then uh, Super Sailor Moon is like, look at all those unfinished buildings. She's looking <laughs> out the window of Mugen Academy. And we do see a bunch of unfinished projects on the Triangle Isle. And um, she says, you can uh, see all the Triangle Isles and Tokyo Bay from here. As she's thinking, they look like ruins, like some dark evil monsters are lurking inside them. And she's like, ruins, just like in that vision. And we get this cutaway to where she saw like a disheveled uh, Juban. And she's like, I I don't want to believe that it was a vision of the future. I don't, or no, not, not I don't, but I want to beat the Death Busters. I want to get rid of this invisible threat. I want to get my peaceful life life back and this time i don't want to always be afraid of what might happen next good luck girl i know right and she's like closing her eyes and her hands are at her face and she's thinking and to do that we have to rescue hataru and fast we have to get shibuya's soul and her silver crystal back as soon as possible and then she she hears the echo of when uh the outers were like the moment sailor saturn awakens will be the moment the world dies and this picture of hataru actually it's a picture of sailor saturn let's not mince words uh and she's thinking is it even possible to get our peaceful lives back probably not girl no this is kind of what y'all do yeah i hate to be the one to break it to you but um yeah because luna works (laughs) oh my god where are those those dang cats not not in this chapter Oh, I know, right? What are they actually even doing? The front, they're just watching it all from the moon center, pawing some catnip <gasps> into their mouths. I know. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, shit. Oh, she almost, <laughs> she's almost dead. Damn. Dang. Darn. Whales right? <laughs> of catnip and they've forgotten all about fucking Chibiusa. Meanwhile, Diana's in the corner seizing because things are happening to Chibiusa. And she's like, Mom, Dad, please. <laughs> and they're just like, shh, we can't hear. We can't hear. And they're just watching it all happen. I know. And they're arguing about whose fault it was, like who didn't bring protection that night. Exactly. Because <laughs> we all know how that went down. Oh, god damn it. 
<laughs> so we get this image of the girls, of all the guardians together, and uh, Super Sailor Moon is thinking, Chibiusa, Hataru. So then Sailor Mercury is like, okay, let me try to assess. She turns on her Google Glass glasses, where she can like read the data and shit, her visor that we've seen a couple times. It's very like Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. So she's beep bop booping, and she's like, it's no use. I can't get a schematic of the building or find our coordinates. And I'm not detecting a single life form. And Mars says, there are several powerful forces at work here at Mengenzu. They're having strong effects on each other, and they're sending the whole area into chaos. And then Neptune says, let's go to the basement. That's where they perform all of their experiments. We might even run into a daemon. And uh, Leader Venus is on the fucking case. Have no fear, bitches. Mm Because she says, we'll split into two groups. We'll start here on the 56th floor and investigate each floor on the way down. Sailor Moon, you go with Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto and take the elevator to the basement. Wow. My God. Fucking Venus. Pop off, queen. (laughs) Y'all thought there wasn't a plan? She said, catch me. I got a list. (laughs) Is she a Virgo? (laughs) Because that's Virgo energy. That's Capricorn energy. What is she? Oh, that's gotta be our Google. Let's see. Sailor... Venus. Yeah, you'll probably get there before I do. Star sign. Astro. Okay. Uh... She's a so Libra. What? Of course she is. She's a Libra. Oh, see, that's why I vibe with her so much. That that twin air energy that I feel. Oh, there you go. Oh, Mercury's a Virgo. That makes more sense. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes much more sense. Okay, cute. So she's a Libra. Of course she is. The flirty sign. Why not? Okay, anyway. Um. So then Super Sailor Moon is like, we're splitting up? She's thinking that, you know, she doesn't want to do that. <laughs> but Venus, is, Venus winks at her, throws up a peace sign with her hands is like be careful she's like we out bitches we got work to do and sailor moon's just like um and as the inners strut down the hallway they start running down the hallway super sailor moon is like mars mercury jupiter venus and then uranus is like all right bunhead let's go and she's like to the basement so super sailor moon gets into the elevator with the outers and as we see the elevator going down to the basement we cut to professor tomoe looking crazy yeah dad of the year very and he's like (laughs) you pretty little dears with your lights of planetary protection i see you've entered the elevator to your execution and he's like balancing some liquids he's at his like um his bunsen burners his uh beakers he's you know doing all his science shit he does look very crazed and he's thinking the time has come it is time to show the world the culmination of the dream i have nurtured all these years my life's work super life forms this new species is hundreds of times more intelligent and physically capable than a human and lives centuries longer all it took was a little genetic manipulation pharmaceutical enhancement and then some cybernetics and my dream became a reality they will rue the day they ever banished me and my genius from academia the selection of the omega area for the site of my research and we're just getting a bunch of panels of pills of the triangle aisles basically the reason that triangle aisles has been built up so much is also he could fuel this research his life's work of the cybernetic the the fusion of human and not so human life okay just like what he did to hataru because he says and even the accident all of it was an opportunity granted granted me by heaven itself and then there's this picture of hataru's mom um and then like the the building that caught on fire mm-hmm. and he says after the accident i performed extensive reconstruction on hataru's body i was on my way to realizing my dream and creating a super life form then in the midst of the greatest of experiments and Do it you know, flashes you, yeah go you ahead see that you see that panel uh-huh. i'm getting ready for it music video vibes by Taylor Swift. oh of hataru mm-hmm. you know what yeah because of the background and like the body suit yeah yeah i it's- totally that. vibe with that mm-hmm. i you know how much i love ready for it. it's one of my faves yeah, exactly Ugh. but it's that whole like it's yeah sorry words i'm, I'm lost for words but you know what i mean no i'm just picturing it in my head yeah like, it's that knew i died in a fire yeah like i i see it i hear it mm-hmm. i feel it in my soul yeah 
Um, so anyway, then we get some flashbacks going on. <clears throat> and we cut out to the Triangle Isles, and it looks like lightning, or let's say lightning. They think it's lightning, but it's this surge of dark energy hits exactly where they're experimenting, naturally. And then we see Kaori, aka uh, Professor Tomoe's assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, who was also Kaolinite. And she says, Professor, we've been struck by lightning. And something strikes her, strikes her forehead, and consumes her body. And he's screaming, Kaori. Now, the only reason that this is a little bit clear is because I did watch the Crystal episode. Because mm-hmm. in these panels, it's like, we've been struck by lightning. And then she's like, afflicted. And then you're like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. But in Crystal, like, um, one of the daemon eggs <laughs> entered her body. At, at, at this moment of they thought it was lightning but it was actually a dark surge of energy yeah. and she was like overtaken by the vesseling was happening like we saw um, what happened with Hataru like invasion of the body snatchers exactly although that wasn't quite a surge that's more sort of but, yeah. Anyway. but yeah that kind of thing and then there's this, this massive boom in the lab and <clears throat> uh, when Professor Tomoe looks Kaori has um <laughs> starburst eyes and in the crystal episode master pharaoh 90 actually appears to her and um he's like i will grant you more power than you've ever known if you swear your allegiance to me and i will make you a magus and you will be kaolinite of the death busters yeah and she's like i willingly become your servant which is not explained in here in the manga okay so um she gave it up easy she gave it up real easy (laughs) but um um, yeah, so what this tells me is that Kaori <laughs> used to be his actual assistant, but then mm-hmm. the Kaolinite uh, yeah. soul, we'll say, for lack of a better term, invaded her body. She allowed it to invade her body, and she became both of them. I'm loving this whole fusion of witchcraft and kind of science what? fiction. Me fucking too! That's yeah. why I love Infinity so goddamn much. Let me calm down. Okay. So then we get this image of her with the starburst eyes and then the swirling smoke that we have come to know as Master Pharaoh 90. And Professor Tomoe is still monologuing about the flashback. And he says, they came to Earth, bringing their eggs from another world. God had chosen me. I never finished Hatari's reconstruction, but instead I was given the opportunity to perform the vesseling of those eggs. I even succeeded in completing some beautiful specimens and we get cutaways of all of the witches five yeah they were all fusions of like human and non-human life these daemon vessel these vessels and people and then we get this image of um well we're getting like cuts to like different parts of the lab basically and then we get this image of what we have seen as the matt daemons um in a swirly tube and he's like and my beloved daemons so we're back in the present he's like we we in the Deathbusters may consider you to be failures and defects, but I would never have finished my experiments without you. Once the Master himself has been vesseled, the process will no longer be necessary for our survival, but I personally would love nothing more than to continue the practice. I will make more perfect specimens like myself, a fusion of human and alien life, a completely new species, super life forms, and I am their inventor. I I will be God. Dream big. Yeah, he's uh maybe going on a little bit of a power trip, but uh yeah, he needs to uh, like I don't know pop pop a pill and chill mm-hmm. out a bit, have a chamomile tea. <laughs> yeah, some Earl Grey, some chamomile, just mm-hmm. calm down. Um, and then he's laughing maniacally, but this also implies that he too has been vesseled, that he has a life because he said just like I am. Yeah, exactly. So not great. And then we get this heartbreaking cutaway to Hataru mm-hmm. hearing all of this. And she's like, Papa. Like she's mourning him. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so then we cut back to Super Sailor Moon and the Outers in the elevator. And um, Super Sailor Moon's not liking the elevator. She, she's not vibing. <laughs> she's not. She's not. She's very anxious looking. Very. She, maybe she's experiencing some vertigo. She's not liking it. And she's like, I think I'm going to puke. I'm loving um, Uranus is just like, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Just- arms crossed, leaning yeah. against the back of it. She's like, oh, hurry up. She's like, I'm bored. <laughs> oh, 
love her energy. I love her. So then Pluto is like, are you all right, Sailor Moon? And Uranus is like, huh, I guess even Super Sailor Moon can't defy gravity once she's in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> she does not give a fuck. I love Uranus for it. I know. So as they're going down, we get this, what looks like a glass box elevator dropping into nothingness. Mm. Love the way that Naoko's, it's very like Looney Tunes background. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of Looney Tunes, or at the end of Looney Tunes, we're like, the end. Like, that's <gasps> the way it's sort of drawn. It's like um, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Yes. But instead of going up and like bursting through the ceiling, it's going down. To, the, to fucking hell exactly and super sailor moon is thinking it just keeps going faster i feel like we're going down into a bottomless hell like you just said like i just said ugh. and then she's like thinking i'm scared and then but out loud she says i hope venus and the others are okay did y'all catch that she said venus and the others because she is a leader of the goddamn pack I mm-hmm. love it. Anyway, just just needed to point it out. The leader of the <sighs> Yes. So then Neptune says, did you want to go with them? If I know them, they'll be just fine. And then Super Sailor Moon is like, aren't any of you scared? And then she laughs and blushes. And she's like, I'm so hopeless. I just get freaked out so easily. Like right now with all these spooky, empty buildings stuck on an elevator that seems like it's never going to stop. And she's thinking, uh, thinking about how a fight with such a serious enemy lies ahead. So she's 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 got a lot going on. Shibuya, Hataru, the enemy, she the has, battle. I love that because we know how capable she is and how fucking powerful she is. But she still has mm-hmm. these moments of you know where she sort of doubting herself, catches herself, and doubts herself, and yeah. shows vulnerability. Oh my mm-hmm. god! And I appreciate the the real the realism because yeah. Who wants to see a hero that's always like, yep, I'm the baddest bitch on the scene. I can all do no wrong, but, but, but. Like, I think yeah. we need to see those moments where she doubts herself so that it's, it feels more satisfying when she does yeah, overcome it. exactly. Because otherwise it's like, well, here she goes, like, popping off again, like, as we expected. Right. We need, like, flesh the character out. Exactly. Give her uh, dimension. So good. So then she says, I start to feel like I'm all alone and I get scared as she's oh, thinking. Baby. I know. She's like, I'm over overwhelmed with an awful feeling and then uranus says this isn't real solitude princess real solitude spreads out into infinity i like the way she calls a princess it's quite i know <laughs> <laughs> we're getting back to the beginning <laughs> <laughs> haruka can bring it out in us what can we she say she can i know i can't help myself um and she says like where we came from and say super sailor moon says tell me uranus neptune pluto what was it like where you three were stationed and I love that cutaway to all three of them. Uranus doesn't have a mouth. Uh, but then Uranus is the first to speak. And she says... <laughs> no mouth thing she's got no no eyes on the next page exactly Naoko's like I'm gonna do some like Andy Warhol deconstructed artwork sis I'm doing it Uh, but Uranus says it was lonely and then we get flashbacks and we see Sailor Uranus with the um the space sword on the surface of the planet Uranus Mm -hmm. and she's saying there was no one around we were all alone and we get a cutaway to Neptune on the planet Neptune and then Pluto at the time door and uh, Uranus is still monologuing thinking to herself with no one to help us they were solitary places but whenever we needed to and I love that cutaway to Sailor Moon she looks so invested in what Uranus is saying oh love it and then we get this panel of Uranus looking up at the moon despite the fact that it would be so fucking far away from the planet Uranus but that's fine <laughs> yeah we'll give, um, it a- we'll, we'll give it a pass and she says we could remember the beautiful silver millennium far far in the distance and picture our beautiful queen and princess and stacked on top of the moon is this image of princess and queen serenity looking so fucking cute and they've got the more uh more smaller version of the eyes than we've seen naoko draw like they're not as open and wide and anime like it's yeah, very definitely. it's very cool to see her different sort of takes on her own style even mm. love it um and then uh she says and to us they were our only ray of light and we see neptune gazing into her mirror her talisman and seeing that same image of princess serenity in the moon and in the present 
Neptune says, yes. And when their light shone down on me, it filled me with strength. With strength, There was nothing I couldn't do. And Pluto says, that light was always there to guide us, telling us it's all right. Don't give up. So that being said, mm-hmm. why are they uh, so, I want to say mean. <laughs> they are very harsh. Very abrasive. With Sailor Moon, considering. That she's the one who kept them going when times got tough. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because they failed and they watched Silver Millennium fall to ruin because they're the first line of defense. Maybe it's their guilt that drives they them. Be full of no, remorse. I agree. They should. I totally agree. But that's the and only way that I can. Nice. Yeah. Oh, cocky, and we don't need you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just the power of guilt, sis. That's got to be what it is. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should be such assholes all the time. <laughs> but I guess they're just like, damn, just, we failed, yeah. huh? <laughs> it just it just kind of like it's always in the back of my mind this little voice going but 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 exactly she's your yeah. reason you know she's the, the reason, reason by celine dion. Season. celine dion mm-hmm. but yeah so super sailor moon takes all this in and uh uranus says this is one long elevator ride and then she's like too long she's getting suspicious and Pluto says, I'm worried about the others, right? Is that Pluto? I think that's Pluto, yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. there's this weird sound, this screeching coming from the elevator. And then all of a sudden, they're not in the elevator. They fall out of the bottom, and they are plunging into darkness. And they're all reaching out for each other. Uh, Pluto's like, Sailor Moon! And then uh, Sailor Moon's yelling, Uranus, Pluto, Neptune! And of course, they're being separated, drifting apart from each other, because why wouldn't they be? And then Ugh, this goddamn image. I fucking love what Naoko did here. Because yeah. it's a two-page spread of all black background. One side of the page is like a white version of Sailor, like a white drawn, white like ink a negative. drawn. Yeah, yeah. Like a negative. Like a negative of Sailor Moon. And then we have of just like her face. And the etches in the drawing are so fucking cool. And I just love seeing the different textures. And you can see like the different strokes of her pen. And it's those type of details that I fucking love. <laughs> I know, just looking at it, I can always say it's like a little scritch scritching of her. Yes, exactly. I think it just adds to the atmosphere of the manga mm. where you can hear and see and feel and touch it all. Ugh. Yeah, it's a, like, yeah, you feel like you could reach out and touch the page and you can hear it. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's just a drawing on a page, but it's so, what's so the word I'm good. looking for? Visceral? Is that the right word? Yeah, I could see visceral. Yeah, that works. It's anyway. just, uh, it's awesome to see. It rocks it rocks <laughs> it rocks our socks um so then sailor moon is thinking i'm surrounded by darkness i'm scared and then she starts to see these flashes of images in her head and we see the outers and she's thinking uranus neptune pluto i can't use my voice where is everyone and then she sees uh the last image that she saw of the the inners saying goodbye venus winking and throwing up that peace sign and she's thinking venus jupiter mercury mars i would never have agreed to split up if i'd known i'd be this worried and then she sees images of Amaru and Chibiusa of course she's like Mamo Chibiusa I can never do anything without my friends around what do I do I'm all alone in the dark what can I do so sad to see her doubt herself but I love that we like we saw it earlier and it's still progressing through the chapter we love mm-hmm. continuity yeah and so then she's thinking back to when she heard the outers explaining about their lonely times on their planets guarding the silver millennium and you know doing a horrible job at it and and when they were like, they were our only ray of light. And when their light shone down on me, it filled me with strength. There was nothing I couldn't do. The light was always there to guide us, telling us it's all right. Don't give up. And we see Sailor Moon looking up and she sees just a little bit of light through the darkness. And she's thinking, of course, whenever I need them, my friends light my path and show me the way. When the pressure is overwhelming, I always remember them. I have a light inside me too. And I love that image of her like she's completely naked no fancy super sailor moon or sailor moon outfit she's just Mm -hmm. raw in the fetal position floating there vulnerable vulnerable harnessing her inner power and then she's thinking about all of her friends faces 
and thinking, and it's all of your hearts joined as one. All I have to do is believe. And just like that, the light will start to shine. She outstretches her hand. She's back in her outfit and light starts to pour out of her hand. Like a pillar of light shoots out of her. And she's thinking, I am super Sailor Moon, the guardian who shines with the power given me by my friends. I will be the light to dispel the darkness. No darkness or illusion will beat me. Ugh, the growth. The growth. I love to see it. Hello. And then she whips out the heart moon rod and she says, Rainbow Moon Heartache. And then suddenly, uh, not only does it save her ass from the infinite darkness, suddenly Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune are with her. It's almost like they're back in the elevator. Yeah. And it's finally come to an end. So basically that was uh, Professor Tomoe doing a last-ditch effort to get them the fuck out from coming to the, the laboratory. And I love this. It shows that they're on the floor, and the floor number is just the infinity symbol. Love, yes. Love little details <gasps> like that. Of course, yeah. I didn't clock that. Amazing. <laughs> so good. Because they were traveling for what seemed like forever as well. So. It, right? Never it's... ending. Infinity. Oh. oh. So good. <laughs> So then the doors ding open, and who's there to greet them but, of course, Professor Tomoe. And he says, yeah. welcome to my laboratory. I've been expecting you. My precious daemons are dying to have you for dinner. And behind him are two terrible-looking forms, li- like life forms. They're growling behind, and they start to roar at them. But the outer said... Girl, we got this. We're fine. Because Sailor Pluto does her attack at Kronos Typhoon, the pink smoke that billows out of the Garnet Orb. It attacks a daemon, splits it in half until it's completely eradicated. Hmm. And then Neptune says, submarine reflection. Water pours out of her mirror talisman, splits another daemon in half till it's reduced to ash. And Professor Tomoe is like, we're just getting started. Kill as many daemons as you want. I'll just make more and he reveals that he has oh there's those eyes and those teeth again in that matt damon ugh disgusting um and sailor moon is like no stop we didn't come here to fight you where's hataru and he says hataru if you mean the woman who was my daughter (gasps) right i want to reach into that page and strangle the fuck out of this motherfucker oh yeah i can picture that he says she should be in the holy temple with the mystical silver crystal as its light resembles that of our own tyrone crystal she's offering its power up to master pharaoh 90 as we speak no she isn't I know. She's trying to kill Mistress Nine from the inside. Uh, So Sailor Moon is like, Master Pharaoh 90, who's that sis? And power starts to surge around Professor Tomoe. And he's like, ooh, his signature line. Ooh. (laughs) And he's like, oh, um, the ground begins to quake around them. That's what's happening. And he's like, the master's quickening has begun at last. And Neptune looks to Sailor Moon and she's like, she's further down. Talking about uh, who they think is Hataru anyway yeah and uh Professor Tomoe rips open his shirt looking fit as fuck I'm not gonna lie I know he's evil I'm not gonna lie I know he's evil and a terrible father but it's giving very (laughs) (laughs) h-word There was like absolutely no need for him to rip his shit open, but I'm, I'm not fine at all. It. I know I'm not complaining. <laughs> it's like, hey, medallion daddy, medaldi, <laughs> medaldi, medildo me daddy. <laughs> oh, we've come full circle. Full circle. Full circle. It's like you can enter my ninth circle of hell, daddy. <laughs> The way this is the, this is the dirtiest episode. Anyway. I know. So he rips open his shirt. Flames start to tear away at his flesh. As he says, you will be my first victims. And then he is completely transformed into this like skeletal, like oozing titan. But with like bones jutting out of his body. Yes. He's like a skeletal titan with a black star on his forehead. And he says, the first to be devoured by germatoid. Germatoid. Germatoid, I guess, Not- is the name given to this daemon or the the alien life form that he took on. I'm not gonna lie, it's not as hot as just definitely not as hot. <laughs> 
but I do love that. He went that too image. far. He went too far. Yeah, he but... ripped off too much skin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you scaled back, I could have still been down in the medallion daddy dungeon, but now I'm out. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> I feel like it should be. He just, yeah, he took it too far. Yeah, he definitely he did. Took it too- Killed the moment. <sighs> he did. So I'm like popping, uh-huh. a, I'm popping a sleeping tablet and going to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Derma time for you, Dermatoid. Bring back Daddy Medallion Daddy. <laughs> Anyway, so the outers and Sailor Moon are like, a daemon. And he says, I am no wretched daemon. I am a super life form, a perfect fusion of alien and human life. Now die. So he rips open this beam of energy towards them and they all like float out of the way. Thank God. Um, Super Sailor Moon readies her attack. Um, She whips out the heart moon rod, but she gets smacked with the energy by Germatoid. And um, Sailor Moon is thinking, uh, but he was Hataru's dad just a few seconds ago. It's like he stopped being his her father when he put that vessel inside of his little girl. Oh yeah, he. I mean, he hasn't been her father this entire arc. Yeah, when the fire happened, he stopped being her father. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Uranus says he's not human anymore. He's a daemon, our enemy. And without hesitating for a goddamn second, Uranus breaks out the the <sighs> sword. Her sword sword starts to glow, and she says, "Space sword blaster, bitch." <laughs> and uh it looks like it doesn't necessarily hit him he sort of reverts the energy back at uranus and she gets swatted backwards mm. and sailor moon is like uranus and she's like i've had a fucking nuff so she harnesses the heart moon rod and says rainbow moon heartache and as powerful as germatoid must have been because he's been a daemon or you know he's been a an altered life form this whole time super powerful oh yeah super daemon yeah super daemon yes he is reduced to fucking shreds with that one attack from sailor moon fucking gone and in that moment as he as his as he's being ripped apart by sailor moon's attack uh, we get cut away to Hataru's thoughts. This is so sad. I know. And she's thinking, Papa, he was so kind after Mama died. He saved my life, but he stopped being my Papa long ago. And we get this image of him holding up her amulet like a shard of the Tyrone crystal Mm. in his medallion, you know, medallion daddy. And then she says, goodbye, Papa. And he's gone. So I just think that's so sad that she can like feel it's like she has no control over what's happening, but she's aware of I everything know. happening around her. Yeah. Oh, baby. I know. God bless her. But as she's saying goodbye, as she's feeling all this energy happen, Sailor Moon senses her presence. And she's like, <gasps> she whips her head around and she's like, who's there? And of course, no one is there. She's like, there was someone there, I think. And we see the empty hallway, but that's where Hatari was and we see the same like fizzling of energy so Hatari was there to witness it but Sailor Moon sensed her presence I love to see that so then the ground starts to quake under them yet again and uh, Pluto is looking at the uh, Garnet orb it starts to glow because we know that it can react to you know certain energies and stuff yeah and she's like something's coming so without thinking this bitch pulls out a new attack this time a protective attack and she says Garnet Ball and she holds up the garnet orb and all four of them are surrounded in this like red orb of protective energy as the building is like crumbling underneath them it's so cool to see i love to see like new attacks and you know new powers and stuff it's my favorite yeah oh definitely so then sailor moon is like what and there's just all kinds of like almost like an explosion shit is falling down going but it going up from the bottom of the of where they are it's going up towards uh the top of the building because we know they're in the base base basement (laughs) and she's thinking something's flying out through the ceiling and she's like but the others are up there and as she's thinking about mercury mars jupiter and venus her heart brooch begins to shine Uh oh and then speaking of the inners we cut to the inners and we see them bracing for this energy attack and venus is like is something coming from below us and they are swept in this energy surge coming from the bottom they're all hit full force of this attack 
swept up into the air and sailor moon can just feel that this happened and uh so much so that she's like it almost looks like she's grabbing her stomach in pain yeah and uranus neptune and pluto are like sailor moon because she has detransformed. she's no longer super sailor moon oh she lost so, the little uh, power yeah the mushroom power <laughs> she, she lost the mush moon power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the inner got attacked so hard and she's like i'm not super sailor moon i lost my power up are our hearts not connected anymore did something happen to the others mars mercury jupiter venus so pluto guides them out of uh mugen academy through the the garnet orb ball and they're they get out of the building and they see the sky and it's like this toxic sludge marbled version of what the sky should be it's completely tainted by all this energy that's poured out from the building and nearby they see like this greenhouse sort of building Mm. or on top of a building sure and there's a bunch of swirling mass energy similar to the sky going on in there and sailor moon says there's something inside that building and inside of course is not only the starburst eyes of master pharaoh 90 but also mistress nine and sailor moon's like her and uh we get this close-up of mistress nine's face cackling all to hell and evil af as fuck and she's uh doing the classic villain thing of having her legs crossed hovering in the air looking menacing as fuck and sailor moon says to herself is that hataru it's like i need y'all to realize that there's two separate things going on here mistress nine is not hataru and vice versa but anyway we end on this page this full color page of what looks like princess serenity (gasps) a beautiful crescent moon behind her and she's standing on top of a pillar where have we seen that before Um. and there's these words that say the light is always there leading us guiding us like a brilliant messiah and that is where we end this fucking chapter you know what it was better than i I thought last night really enjoyed that it was better than i than i initially thought i will say that much for sure yeah oh my god what a great chapter i loved it especially if you pair them two together i feel like it's an amazing fucking chapter yeah we got some good bits in there some confirmations love to see it i know there were just so many amazing moments (sighs) yeah can you even pick any what were you on (laughs) i think i was just rushing to read it last night maybe that's why Mm, so you didn't like fully fully absorb it yeah but what favorite parts do you have marcella what you got oh so many because i really enjoyed it but they're kind of like they feel like insignificant bits like just like little bitty bits but they're not Mm -hmm. they're not i just love the the whole part where um at the the beginning where chibiusa was glowing and um she sort of like went out of herself and hitaru was kind of like almost guiding her with a voice but she couldn't sort of fully hear her and she was saying you know i'll protect you and she was cradling her and oh that was just so adorable and so heartbreaking yeah i know and then the kind of you know the sort of we love a bit of a flashback that reveals more story of how things came about so i enjoyed that um more about the sort of the matt damons and the the energy crash the energy crash that sort of gave him his power to um the whole vesseling side of things yes um Mm. i like the the elevator scene because it was kind of so Mm. it was just descending into infinity um and sailor moon kind of like sort of starting to question herself and Mm. we saw that vulnerable side of her again which we love but then by the end but then by the end of it when it kind of did come to a sort of crashing Mm. halt, she you know kind of got this got her shit together not that being vulnerable means you don't have your shit together but oh no of course she do you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean i just love her i mean we said it earlier but i love that kind of that fleshing out of her character and seeing those Mm -hmm. you know sort of different sides of her she's just she's just not like 1d 2d she's fully developed and thought thought of and thought through as far as my character and then there were just some really there's some really amazing um like double pages in this particular volume as well yes Mm -hmm. um which which i love and i could go on because it was great (laughs) 
What about so you? Yeah, I mean, mine are pretty much the same. I just um, wanted to talk about, like, <clears throat> just, like, how sad it must be. The fact that Hataru is fully aware, but can't do anything. Like, she's trying to do stuff. She's, you know, she helped Chibiusa, you know, guided yeah, Chibiusa's but- soul back. But, like, her father, you know, the realization that her father is, like, really a bad person. And she, you know, she sees him die. And, you know, she has good memories of him. But she was like, you stopped being my father a long time ago. Yeah. And it's just really sad. And just like, ugh. And yeah, she's like, like she 11. Does, I feel like she does know, though. Like, she she is she's, she is doing stuff. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess she is doing more than, like, than, even though she's not escaping Mistress Nine, she is and, doing yeah, things yeah, to combat her evil. She's affecting her as well. Right. Which is the best part. Mm. Uh, it's just such a fucking good chapter. Like, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me thinking that this one wasn't <laughs> as good. It's so well. good. And, like, seeing... I also really liked seeing, like you said, the flashback where, um, specifically where we see the outers on their planets. And I just love anything that adds to that whole... the whole mythos of the Silver yes. Millennium. Anything that harkens back to Silver Millennium, I fucking am here for. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> just so fucking good i know Ugh. well next time y'all we will be reading act 36 which is titled infinity 10 we're almost at the end y'all there's 12 chapters of yeah. infinity so we're almost at the end uh but infinity 10 which is titled infinite firmament don't necessarily know that word very well but uh mm. next week i'll let you know what it means please <laughs> um, but uh yes thank you for listening to this episode of sailor manga you can find me on the internet at justin grade 22 across twitter instagram and of course youtube and you can find us both on twitter and instagram at sailor manga pod and if you want to get further in touch with us you can email us at sailor manga podcast at gmail.com and please please wherever you can especially on apple itunes whatever they want to fucking call it now leave a rating and review helps people find the show it makes us feel good about ourselves so please do that <laughs> oh yeah i need the, ser- the serotonin boost please we do absolutely but yeah i guess that's all we got so i will just say in the name of the moon we'll be back soon bye gal bye What a lovely time. What a lovely time. <laughs> we lost our shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are we calling this the dirty episode or are we calling this Medallion Daddy Dungeon? <laughs> Medallion Daddy Dungeon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless us. <laughs> As we both cough and choke ourselves to death. <laughs> oh, no. Sounding like a fucking pregnant cat over here with my dumbass lungs. Anyway, pregnant cat. I don't know. P-U-S-S-Y, honey. P-U-S-S-Y. <laughs>